Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you from the Tropicana in Atlantic City, glorious Atlantic City, with our guest today, the very funny Turner Sparks. Turner, welcome back. What's up, everybody? Thank you for having me back, all of you. Glad to have you. You uh, you really get into it quick. I do. It feels like there's an audience here when you... Uh... Hey, I, I go 110% into podcasts. There's these people who do shows, like they pr- they'll perform all out for like 30 people in a comedy club, but then a podcast, you could have like thousands of people listening. I don't know. And then people come on, they're like, hey, yeah. It's and, like, but you're the opposite. You're like, if you were doing it in front of a away. thousand people audience, you'd have energy. You have really high expectations for our uh, our listenership here. Uh, and this you know is what? less than a thousand. I'm quitting right now. <laughs> it's one thousand and one. We I'm just made it. it. So, yeah, you, you definitely want to keep this up. So uh, glad to have you. Uh, we just had a uh, exciting night at the Atlantic City Comedy Club. Yes, that was uh, that was fun. I think we rocked their fucking socks off. Yeah, we've never seen. There's never been five uglier guys on a stripper stage, <laughs> I think, than the five of us last night. It was uh, yes, I would not consider us the best looking bunch of comics. Uh, no offense, of course, to. Sean Murphy, Maddie Goldberg. Oh, no, they're all way worse looking than us. No, we're I mean, we were the hottest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also against any other men. (laughs) Ugly. Uh, Sean is uh, Sean's barking at us from the shower. Hey, we're trying to tape a podcast. Oh, my God. Sean Murphy is in a towel. Unprofessional. uh, (laughs) Honestly, it was sexier than I thought it would be. Uh, (laughs) Sexier than I thought. But yeah, that was a fun kiss. We're kiss kiss nightclub. Shout out. Yeah, kiss, kiss, great time. I mean, if you like loud music and uh, expensive drinks, uh, you should go there. I assume they're expensive. I didn't drink there. Uh, Not sure. But uh, you know what we were talking about today um, that I thought was interesting is the uh, is you know as a comic whether or not you want to focus on comedy uh, or if it makes sense to build out other skill sets uh, and you know. Should we get the door? I don't know if we should get the door. <laughs> Someone's knocking on the door here. Who is it? Housekeeping. It sounds like Maddie Goldberg got a job of housekeeping. Maddie Goldberg. We got a lot of guests. Hey, we- Sean, can you open that door for us? Sean, can you open the door? We're podcasting. Sean's on it. This is uh welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. The it's most a circus. professional <laughs> podcast in the world. We've got our ringmaster here, Turner Sparks. Yes. Leading the charge. But uh, yeah, so back to what we were talking about before Maddie rudely interrupted us with his door knocking. Uh, <laughs> In his room. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Maddie Goldberg Hotel Room Studio, home of the It's a Hustle podcast. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about, you know, as a comic, kind of developing other skill sets. You know, obviously we both podcast. You have the wonderful Lost in America podcast. And, you know, obviously we have our vast listenership here at uh, It's a Hustle. Uh, but yeah, what, what's your take on it? You know, is it something that you think people should do, shouldn't do on stage? Obviously, yes. I think that get it like you want to be proficient on stage as a stand up comic. If that's what you if that's what you're doing. Right. You want to be good. But then also, as you were talking about building an audience, I think we were talking about this the other day. You have if you're like really hilarious, but no one ever comes to see you. It's hard to it's hard for people to book you on the on the business end. Yeah, you got to do more, I think, than just be funny. Right. And then also putting all your eggs in one basket is probably not the best idea. Diversify, open up new revenue streams. I think these are good ideas. People do acting. I don't do acting. I'm terrible at that. But yeah, all there's all you can write. You can do acting. You can do. But also not just within stand up comedy. There's ways to diversify, not just doing stand up comedy clubs, but you can do like corporate stuff. You can do 
uh, like colleges. You could do bar mitzvahs. I don't know if they bar do. Bar shows, alt shows. Yeah. There's different ways. Yeah, you can have a niche even within stand-up comedy as a way to make money. And sometimes the clubs don't pay a lot because everyone wants to get into the uh, hilarities in Cleveland or whatever it is. Yeah, you're really only going to start making money, I think, if you're able to, to drive that audience, right? You can be hilarious, but if you're not you know, able to draw a crowd, like, you know, with Fairfield Comedy Club, when we're booking it, we obviously are always trying to book hilarious people, but you're going to make more money if you're a hilarious person that also is going to be able to sell tickets. Yeah, or what I'm saying is, outside of the comedy, because comedy clubs have the pick of the lit, like, they have, it's buyer's market. Everyone wants to get into that club, so they know they don't have to pay that much compared to what some corporate or private show where they need a specific thing that you know how to do, they'll pay you more because they need exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. So what, what would be your advice to, you know, say like someone, you know, new in, you know, comedy or performance in terms of, you know, focusing on, you know, building skill sets or building audience? Um, you know, I what, think what, what do you think is a good I think first of all, there? get good at stand up. Yeah. Um, because if you're no good, it doesn't matter how much you fit into their knit niche. If they b- they're going to book you once, and then if you bomb, they're not going to book you again. So it's no way to like build out a sustainable career if you're no good. But once you, you get you don't think good, if you go and you get fifty people to a show and then you bomb, they won't. I think they'll book you again. <laughs> I don't I think they give a fuck. But those people won't come back. Well, that's true. If you bomb, I'm saying yeah. if you bomb, like if if no one is laughing, you'll get booked in the again. Crowd, you'll get booked again. Those people won't come back. So you get one okay, more show. Okay, but if you go, so go on the so corporate, you want to be good and have the a crowd. corporate or the private side, right? They're not going to have you again. That um that whatever it is that like elks lodge christmas party <laughs> is not going to have you That's back the big corporate money <laughs> <Right? at Yelks Lodge. laughs> or whatever the thing is they won't have you back because you weren't good yeah so um doesn't matter if you were your dad was an elks member and you know everything about the elks if you suck so first of all you get good but then once you get good i think too many people get good at stand-up and then don't know really what to do next. And that's when it comes in when you can figure out your niche or your how to figure out a way that you can make money doing what you like to do. So when did and you start looking at stuff beyond just performing and improving as a performer and look at, you know, new niches or niches, however you like? Well, I started on the business. Side. I started as like building a scene in China. And so I was booking every single show I was on the first six years I did comedy. So I've always kind of been on the business side of it. And so when I moved to New York, I was I knew my options were either get a day job. Is that me? I, I don't know. I don't think so. It, looks like, it sounds like that computer's ringing. Is that my computer ringing? I don't even think that's my computer. Is that your computer? That's no, I'm sorry. Jeez, man, this podcast is really it's going off to the show. rails. I, I would like to apologize right is now. This show can we call to it all off of our the rails? listeners here? Uh, this is this. You deserve better than this. Uh, this is this is shambles. Uh, we might not even use this. We're probably going to use it because uh, we respect you, but not enough to throw away what might be mediocre content. What was I talking about? Uh, you were talking. Oh, how I how. I, so when I moved to New York two years ago, it was basically like this, like it was a um, like a clock ticking where I knew you're wait, you're losing a certain amount of money every month just by living in New York. So my options were either like get a day job or figure out how to make money doing comedy. And so is that more out of necessity than anything else? Cause yeah. I didn't want to, if I could make as much money cause day jobs, when you're a standup, it's not like you're working at like a corporate, like accounting, you're working somewhere where you can also get off at night to go do standup. So typically it's like some, 
minimum or medium wage. You're working by the hour, right? So if you're making 30 or 40 grand a month, like, well, let me, I mean, a year, like, let's see if I can just do that with stand up and then I don't have to have that day job. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of, that was my motivation just to not have to get a day job. Yeah. So you started doing it based on just, you know, so I started looking into I mean, I first looked into colleges. I was like emailing every single college, their Chinese association because I've been living in China. So I was looking at that niche and I did that to like 100 colleges and none of them. It didn't work like none of them wanted to do it. And so I'm like, all right, well, maybe you're a bad emailer. I'm a I'm a pretty bad emailer. I'm a decent <laughs> stand up. I'm terrible. Yeah, at Gmail. 99 of them bounced back. Yeah. So that didn't work. And then I did this country club one time and then that went great. That was like a year ago now, actually last November. And um, when that worked and I was like, okay, maybe this is the way to make money while I'm getting better. And, and then I, that did work. That did take yeah. off. So now I make, basically I make my living doing that and then doing, I do the same clubs everyone else does, but also country clubs to make money. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that country club stuff is genius. You're, you're a fucking genius with that shit. Thank you. I, uh, I would steal that from you if I could make people laugh without saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. So it's an hour clean. Not worth it. Not worth without it. Without politics. But that's not what I, I that's not what I had anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wasn't like I changed what I was doing. And that's the other thing. I would say don't change what you're doing. Just figure out whatever you do that fits with whatever they want. Yeah. All right. So see what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I appreciate being here. I want to close, uh, you know, uh, with just a, a, an offbeat question. So I'm going to ask you, um, you know, for a comic, somebody who's coming up or, or really any performer, uh, you know, let's say at the four or five year mark, uh, what would be one piece of good advice that you would give them and one piece of bad advice that you would give them? Uh, bad advice is try to kill every single night. <laughs> Think you're going to kill every single night because it's not going to happen and then you're going to be really disappointed. The good advice. You shouldn't even try to. I guess try, try to do well, but a lot of times when you're four and five years in, you're doing a lot of, and we still do this, you do a lot of terrible shows. You do a lot of shows where everyone's bombing, and too many times when everyone's bombing, I used to make this mistake a lot, I would be like, I'm going to be the one to fix this. And then you go up, and even if you do well for that show, you're not killing, you're doing slightly better than everyone else. You know what I mean? Why so is that a bad idea? No, that's a good idea to do slightly better than everyone else and then come off and be like, oh, I did fine. But a lot of people come off and they're like, oh, I didn't murder in a room where it was silence for an hour before I went yeah. up. So it's impossible. So, to do. So, so don't hold so yourself to too high expectations. That's it. Yeah. All right. The good advice would be with four or five years in, someone s told me that you make draw a circle of 100 miles around where you live and just try to do every room in that 100 mile radius because going like too far out, of, there's no reason to go across the country when you're four or five years in because you're just going to lose money playing all the rooms you could have played that are within 100 miles. Yeah. Away, you know, that's really good advice. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take that advice. It's no, not bad. I'm, I'm fucking lazy. There's within 100 miles of where you live. There's every type. If you live in the United States or the UK, there's every type of room. There's the best rooms that you might be able to MC at. There's the shitty rooms that you can like feature or headline at. There's everything. Right. Yeah. So just do those. All right. So that's it, guys. That's how easy it is. Just find a list of 100 miles around you and you'll get booked on all these shows and don't wait for people to find you fucking call no one's gonna find you you got to build your own path that's so fucking true well that's really the lesson of this podcast in general is, is build your own path that and turn your phone off yeah turn your fucking phone when off get maddie a key to his own goddamn hotel room yeah have sean put some fucking clothes on put some pants on sean <laughs> No well, one wants to see your junk. It was off the rails for a bit. It's off the rails again. Turner, I want to thank you for being here. You have a good one. Thank you very much. You too. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast, and thanks to our sponsors, Light Switch Advisors, your one stop for on demand digital marketing services from boosting your Instagram followers to building a new website. Light Switch Advisors has you covered. They do our website, let them do yours. Visit lightswitchadvisors.com slash hustle. And of course, our footwear sponsor, Vans. Get your cool, casual footwear on the cheap with Vans. Match your own personal style, customize. That's what I love to do. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon.